You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today, mini show, we're going to be looking at players who I think are droppable across your standard fantasy basketball league. Not guys that you automatically have to drop, but guys you at least can consider who I believe are rostered in too many leagues. Michael Bolton. Let's get to it. To it. Let's get to it indeed. The first guy I want to talk about is a player who's injured at the moment, and that's Lowry Markkinen of the Chicago Bulls. A weird situation with Markkinen, talking about how oh, if it was the playoffs he could have played and four to six weeks rest is precautionary. They're not going anywhere. They know that. Markkinen's dealing with this issue through his pelvis. He's already not playing that well anyway, and if he's going to be out for that long, there's no point in holding on. You know what? Maybe he could turn it around. Maybe he couldn't. The fact that the pelvis is maybe something that's been limiting him over the course of the season, along with the ankle injury, are all issues. He's had oblique problems. He's had multiple injuries this season, really. And he hasn't been good. So move on. I think that's a pretty simple one with Lowry Markkinen. Next one I want to talk about is a bloke who is rostered in just way too many leagues, and that is John Wall of the Washington Wizards. Wall is out for the season with an Achilles injury. That hasn't stopped him being picked up in leagues. He's rostered in 27% of advanced leagues. That's 12-team leagues that play for money. It's just way too many. Wall is not going to play this season. Yes, we see videos of him doing... And every time we see video of him doing four-on-four or doing a dunk pre-game, people, you know, 5,000 people going at him. He's not going to play, and if he does play, he'll be playing like an 18-minute role at the end of March and in April, and it's not going to be enough to make any difference in fantasy whatsoever. Free up your injured spot, because if you're doing that well and you've held wall in that spot and haven't had no other injuries, congratulations to you. But otherwise, you're going to need that injured spot. You're going to need the roster spot. Wall is coming off an Achilles. He's 30 years old. He's 29 years old. It's just not worth it, so don't roster him. Easy. Jeff Teague. My name is Jeff. His name is Jeff, and his production in Atlanta has not been all that good. Uh, he's not going to start, pretty obviously. It doesn't look like he's cutting into Kevin Herter's minutes. He is a guy that maybe is a 20 to 22 minute a night sort of a player who needs 28 to 29 to really crack the top 100, and he is in no way getting that. He's still rostered in over 50% of leagues, which is just significantly too many. He can maybe be a spot source of assists to stream those in. Uh, if Trey Young goes down, by all means, grab him. They should just be looking at Brandon Goodwin in that backup role. Realistically, I just don't see the reason for Young. Or Young, I know why Young's on rosters. I don't see the reason for Jeff Teague to be on as many rosters as he is. Cut bait, open it up. Add a Michael Carter-Williams, stream in a Garrett Temple, whoever it is. There are plenty of guys. Sfee McKay, look, I'd rather have on my roster at this point than Jeff Teague. Any number of guys. Seth Curry. Willie Cauley-Stein take a flyer on. Teague is taking up space and shouldn't be rostered. The opportunity is just not there. And again, I say it all the time. If you're rostering guys just in case someone gets injured, then you're never going to have a team full of guys who are actually doing anything because it, there's so many situations across the league where that could happen. I tell you where it also could happen, and that's with the Lakers and Kyle Kuzma. The future MVP is a uh, bona fide trash bag when Anthony Davis is playing. When Davis is out, he looks less trashy. 
At least he scores in bigger volume and plays more minutes. But when Davis and LeBron are there, there's just not enough to go around for Kuzma. He doesn't do enough in rebounding. He gets no assists. He gets no steals. He gets no blocks. His percentages are poor. And he doesn't play enough minutes or get enough usage when those guys are playing. And all that is a massive, massive uh, formula for being a shit fantasy player. Yet, 79% of people think that's wrong and he should be rostered. Why? Can anyone explain it to me? Maybe he gets traded. I don't think he gets traded. Salary matching on his rookie salary scale salary is really tough. So who are they getting back in exchange for it? Reggie Bullock, who they already had and let go? Like what sort of player are you getting back in that sort of a deal? I don't think he gets traded. And I think if he goes somewhere, he needs to be a pretty high up option. And again, he has never, on a Lakers team that's been bad, never been a top 100 fantasy guy. Despite the hype, despite the shooting, despite all that stuff, he's never been a top 100 guy. Is he finding himself a situation better than those scenarios where he was with the Lakers earlier in his career? I'd be pretty stunned to see that be the case. So I, I just don't see why we're holding on to Kuzma. When Davis goes down, sure. Stream him, get those points, slurp it up, love it. And then you move on. Too many people are not moving on. Let's look at Karis Levert, who I think we all agree needs to be moved on from at this point. I talked about him a couple of weeks ago on this show, and maybe it felt a little bit ballsy to be throwing it out there. I feel pretty justified in saying that now, though. He's the 253rd ranked player this season. Yes, he's coming back from a thumb injury, but it's a thumb injury. Why is he playing 23 minutes a night? Nothing to do with his thumb injury now. It's just he's not playing well. And his dynasty prospects get worse because Kevin Durant joins his team next season. And then where the hell's Levert going to fit? He'd need a trade. I like the bloke. I think he's a, a strong player who can be a good fantasy guy. We just have literally never seen it. But I'm going to shit on Kuzma for never being a top 100 guy. That's exactly what this bloke is. Not a top 100 guy. Never has been. Maybe never will be. I think we can all move on pretty comfortably. He is rostered in 93% of advanced leagues. God, that is way too many for a bloke who has not cracked the top 250 so far this season. Move him on. Eric Gordon. Now, this is an interesting one because Gordon on Monday with Westbrook and Harden both out, he's going to have value. He's banging in some threes. No worries. But otherwise, he's the 262nd ranked player this season and he's played 30 minutes a game. He's had his knee issues, but what he does is he's a points guy, but maybe he's a 13 points guy with two triples a game. Like That's not that useful. And then does nothing in any other area. When someone goes down, sure, the minutes are great, the numbers are great, and they look a lot better. But he's a low upside bloke who thrives when someone gets injured. Again, we're waiting on an injury. It's not worth doing. So for Monday, by all means, we have Eric Gordon, who's 82% rostered. Again, way too high. We have him in that scenario. We see what happens with Harden. Harden comes back. Gordon gets jettisoned. Let's look at this next bloke, and that is the Jedi, Ergi Ananobi. Hello there. Hello there, indeed. I uh, talked about him a while ago as being a droppable guy. I just want to reiterate that because he's rostered in 81% of leagues. Then we're seeing his rank tumble and tumble and tumble. About two months ago, he was like the 60th ranked player. He's now down to 110th. The numbers are falling from him. The minutes are falling. He's a steals guy. That's really what he is, a steals specialist who blocks some shots. He occasionally hits some threes. He's a low-volume player. He's playing 25 minutes a night. You can do much better. Take a flyer on the little dog, Glenn Robinson. Add Maxi Kleber. Try Jordan McRae. Get Tristan Thompson in. Add Marquise Chris. There's so many other options. Trevor Ariza. I'd rather have all of these guys than what Ananobi is doing at the moment. There just isn't enough shots or playing time on a healthy Toronto roster to go around for him to be impactful enough for us to consider him a must-roster guy. Therefore, he's not a must-roster guy, and you can move on in a lot of those cases. If I had any idea of... Uh, how to produce a show. I would have put Eric Gordon next to Aaron Gordon, but I didn't. And here we are. Aaron Gordon is a guy that 
nothing to do with opportunity because he's got plenty of it. It's just the fact that he can't produce. And it, it is really weird to see him drop as much as he has. 168th ranked player this season. So, look, not as bad as some of those other guys we talked about, but is he getting back into the top 100? It doesn't really feel like it. Is he getting into the top 150? That might be a stretch. He's just no John Isaac struggling. Like, what more does he need to show that he can be better than what? It's just been bad. It's simply just been bad for Aaron Gordon this year. And again, in a 10-teamer, no, no concern about moving on from him. He's 99% rostered in advanced leagues. That is significantly too high. Maybe trade because people obviously still believe in him because he does sick dunks. Maybe that's why they believe in him. But if you can get anything of value at all, I would I would absolutely be doing it because there's just nothing happening with him. Now, he might have a good stretch, but is it is it worth holding on for four months of nonsense that we've had so far? Probably not. And the last guy I want to talk about is Timmy Hardaway of the Dallas Mavericks. Hardaway was the flavor of the month when they inserted him into the starting line. Man, look at Hardaway. He's balling. But you know what? He's the 173rd ranked player this season. That's not very good. And it's been worse for him of late. Now, I think he can probably still be a top 150-ish guy. But if he's on your roster, look at it. Is he your 12th best player? Is he your 13th best player? And if the answer to either of those questions is yes, then he's a droppable player. He provides threes and points, which you can stream it in. You can add Eric, Eric Gordon. You can add Landry Shamit at the moment. You can yeah, look at Dylan Brooks is a guy that is much preferable to him. You can look at so many other options of guys who can come in and hit two and a half threes. JJ Reddick can be that guy. Is Hardaway is just not a must-roster player, and I don't think that you should be looking at him in that way. That'll do it for me today. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Leave a comment down below. Give it a thumbs up. Tweet at me at redrock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. See ya.